Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Destroy to Shin podcast. My name is Elijah Stacy. I'm the founder of the nonprofit organization Destroy to Shin and the host of the Destroy to Shin podcast. Today we have with us uh, Zach Tubb here. And um, Zach is a person who also suffers um, from Duchenne, Duchenne muscular dystrophy. Um, and so let's go ahead and get to know you right from the start. So Zach, how old are you? Where are you from? Oh, I'm, I'm 20, uh, living here in the uh, San Francisco Bay, East Bay area. Um, nice. You know, going to community college here. Uh, you know, got to keep the grind going, man. I like that. I like that. So Zach is... Uh, up north, I'm down south, so we're both in California, so that's pretty cool. Um, so you said you're going to community college. What are you? What are you currently studying? Um, you know, right now I'm just just getting my uh, general education requirements out of the way before, uh, you know, I'm going for a transfer. Um, thinking about transferring to Davis, um, good school. Mm -hmm. You know. Um, Samson, stay out of here. Sorry, my dog's trying to get in here. Oh, you're good. You're good. We're going to talk about the dog, too. Uh, uh, <laughs> what yeah. What do you want to major in, though? Like, what do you want to study at Davis? Um, you know, I, I was thinking political science. Mm. You know, interesting. I feel like <laughs> we need to have some politicians that aren't total schmucks, you know. Um, and I, I think politics could be used to further help um you know i i think there needs to be more done in politics for for rare diseases and, mm. and so couldn't agree couldn't agree more with you couldn't agree more with you <laughs> yeah we we both know what it's like you know so mm -hmm. yeah I, I i completely agree i'm yes that's a really good point so um so i you're really into politics then yeah you know it's kind of interesting uh, I was like first I was like oh I want to be an engineer or something no <laughs> and, you know, but you know I'll just take it one day at a time here mm. so I'm really curious like what would you want to see done um let's say that you're in office right um what would you want to see done like what would you want to see change any laws or um like what do you think is a, a major problem that you would want to tackle if you were in the political sphere so so, so a problem I think is, is, is substantial is, um, you know, of, of the genetic, um, you know, some of the therapies that, you know, are trying to get made, um, the scientists are trying to do it, you know, like person for, by person basis to get a more, um, you know, individualized treatment, say when CRISPR is more readily available. I feel like there needs to be guidelines that will make that easier for the scientists and doctors to um, pass it, you know, for certain uses, like helping people with life-threatening diseases, obviously, mm. instead of having to go through, I, I agree with rigorous study, you know, to make sure nothing bad's going to happen to someone, right? But you know, sometimes that amount of time it takes to do clinical trials, you know, is very precious to people with life-threatening diseases. Yeah. So, so okay, I have a very interesting question for you, right? Um, mm -hmm. 
Jeff Bezos actually asked me this question. And so um, I haven't really said that publicly, but I'm going to say it publicly right now. But I want to ask yeah. you this question. If you were given the option to um, basically sign a contract and you had knowledge, um, or, or do you think that patient should be able to try a treatment that may end up killing them? but they want to try it because it might save their life at the same time. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I, I think that's where, you know, the compassionate care act kind of comes in some somewhat, you know, I, I think people should have the right to, um, you know, make decisions about their medical treatment, you know, but also include doctors in it as well. Mm -hmm. So if you have knowledge, right, let's say CRISPR, right, um, you're not doing too well um, and, you know, possibly it could stop the progression of your heart or your lungs or whatever. Yeah. And they say, but look, we haven't really tried this before. We don't know. It may, it may kill you. Do you think that you should have the right to, um, to try it? Yeah, I, I would say you know, if, if you're really in that position and if you, you know, I feel like that could help people in the future too, you know, with, with, with scientific, you know, like knowledge of like, Oh, we could do this differently next. Right. But, you know, cause I, I believe if I can help, you know, other people not go through the suffering that, you and I experience in the future, you know, I would totally do that. I'm just one person. Mm, very altruistic. So you're, you're willing to lay down your life, possibly risk your life so that future generations don't have to suffer the way that you've suffered. Yeah. I hate this disease, man. I, I mad respect. I think everyone listening right now, mad respect. And I'm going to say the same thing. I am at the point. Yeah. Where I'm willing, I'm willing to lay down my life. I'm willing to, um, be tested on in order to, um, advance science forward so that, you know, nobody else has to go through what we go through. Mm -hmm. So, okay. So we're already getting political. We're already getting into the deep stuff. We don't even know you yet. We got to get to know you still. Okay. So we can already tell that my man thanks deep. He's intellectual. Yeah. Um, I like that a lot. Um, and I like that he thinks big and got big goals. And I definitely want to go back on the politics because this is very interesting stuff. So, yeah. um, but do you have any, um, family members or sibling, like, you know, um, let's get to know you. Uh, yeah, I, I have, uh, live at my house with my, uh, mom and my dad and, uh, my brother, he's 26 is just moving out, um, on Monday, got himself an apartment. So, uh, yeah. Cool, cool, cool. Okay, so you got one older brother. Mm -hmm. Okay, and then we know you have a dog, right? So Yeah. Um, Samson, he's, he's my eight-year-old black lab that I've mm. kind of trained him to pick stuff up and mm. you know, help me and stuff. It's <laughs> pretty cool. It's pretty cool. Okay, yeah. so, yeah, a lot of people um, that come on the podcast, they always talk about their dog and, you know, one of my friends, <laughs> Jordan, Jordan um, has his dog um, take his socks off at the end of the day. You know, he takes his mouth, grabs the sock and pulls the socks off of his feet. And I think that's just the coolest thing ever. <laughs> I haven't got him to do that yet, but he can help me with like 
take a few samples off. Mm. That's cool. Yeah. That's cool. Um, okay. So let's talk about, um, you know, some of the most important things ever, right? What is your favorite food? <laughs> <laughs> um, that's a hard one. I love food. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> uh, I like a good steak. <laughs> oh, yes, sir. Yes. Yes. Me too. Me too. What else? Um, oh, actually, no, hold on, hold on. Let's, we need to focus on the steak real quick. So we take the steak, right? What are we going to put on the sides? Like we need mashed potatoes. Like what do we bread? Like what do we eat with the steak? Oh, baked potato. Baked potato. <laughs> Sour cream? Not a sour no? No. Some hmm. green onion, some butter, and some pepper. We're good. Okay, okay, okay. Keep it simple here. <laughs> uh, any any other food? So is that your favorite food then? Yeah, steak. All right, we'll go with that. But, okay, what else do you like to eat, right? Mexican, Chinese, Italian, you know? Oh, good sushi. Always, you know, can't beat it. Good sushi, <laughs> good sushi. Okay, okay. Is there any good sushi places in San Francisco? I don't know. Um, I'm not in San Francisco. I'm across the bay. Um, you know, it, it's behind the hill. I'm, I'm kind of closer to Oakland. Oh, okay, okay. Still cool, though. I mean, you're like, yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> a lot of cool stuff out here. Mm, that's cool. Do you like sports? Yeah. Are you I'm... a Warriors fan? <laughs> Yeah, somewhat. I think the Warriors can be a little uh, bandwagon. I totally agree with you. I'm about that to Warriors hype. <laughs> exactly. They're so annoying. Whenever, because I'm a Clippers fan, right? So so annoying, man. I hate it. Like you could be winning by 27 points, and next thing you know, they hit a few threes, and the game's tied. And you're like, dude, what? What the heck is going on? So, yeah. So annoying. Great. Um, so, okay, so I never let you answer that. So sports, are you a basketball guy then? Football, hockey, baseball? Basketball is, is that's an easy, easy sport to watch. And I enjoy it, mm. you know. Um, you know, uh, yeah. And I like um, hockey is intense. Hockey, yeah. I like Got rep them sharks, man. Okay, okay. Yeah, I don't, you know, I don't watch hockey too much, but I like, like, in person or watching it. Like, I think that's just really, really cool. So, hockey's Pretty a fast pace. Yeah, a lot of action. I, I like it because it's uh, similar to lacrosse. My brother used to play lacrosse. Mm. Mm. Okay. They're, they're both kind of hardcore, you know. Mm. Okay, okay. Um, music. Oh, you know. I'm all I'm all over the charts here with music, you know. I like some rap, you know, country here and there, you know, oldies. Got to mix it up. It's never the same thing. So do you listen to music a lot then, or? Yeah, you know, out in the backyard, I'll be hanging out, turn the stereo on. Mm, okay, okay, I like that. Um, so basically everything then, right? You you don't really have one particular genre that you stick to. No, not really. I like that. I like that. Diverse. Um, books. I feel like you. Read, I feel like you read a lot. Yeah. Yeah, I like books. I haven't really been reading for leisure right now since it's kind of, you know, I'm not taking any classes right now. I've just kind of been a little 
hang out. Um, I enjoy what type of reading. You know, like, you know, I, I read a book about, you know, some World War II stuff. But, you know, I, I don't like to read made up stuff. It's kind of non-fiction non-fiction type guy you know? that's how i am too 100 i like to read um for a purpose so yeah like you know if i um have a problem that i'm trying to solve you know okay i'm going to read that book and uh yeah. you know apply it to my life or i'm, I'm really into philosophy actually too mm -hmm. yeah and you know i think going along the lines of books i i had an idea the other day i was like i'm gonna write a children's book mm. you know that that goes over, you know, the different, the similarities that, you know, a disabled kid might have to a, to a, uh, you know, normal kid, right? And prove, hey, we just, the wheelchair is basically our legs. We're not that different from you, you know, hmm. because. You, you should write that. You should write that book. Kids, kids tend to get really, you know, kind of freaked out near wheelchairs and stuff. And, and they need to know that they don't have to be afraid, you know? Hmm. Yeah, I mean, I think it's just, you know, they don't, they, they haven't seen it, you know? So it's like yeah. it's and, and, and that's why I think writing it, a children's book would, would really, you know, it would help. Yeah, you should totally do that. You should totally write the book. Like, I'll be, I'll, I'll support you. <laughs> totally, you know? Because um, as a kid, I don't remember seeing a lot of books about, um, you know, about other people with disabilities or anything. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah, definitely write the book. Yeah. That'd be interesting. I, I like that. I support that 100%. I, I've been kind of working on that. Just got to get the, uh, the storyline down and then I have a friend that I think I'm going to help do the, uh, help me do the illustrations for it. So. Mm. Okay. Okay. I like that. Um, Movies, TV shows. Oh, movies and TV shows. Um, I like. Oh, this TV show I've been watching a lot lately is. Uh, have you heard of that show Nine One One? Have not. Have not. It's just kind of about like first responders and kind of cool. Mm, okay. Um, movies. Uh, movies. What? You know, I like I like some westerns. Those are good. Um, what, what was it? Oh, Hateful Eight. That's a crazy, wacky movie. You know, Quentin Tarantino. I think those are great films. Mm, never seen like, them, but... You like blood and gore, but... Mm. No. <laughs> do you do you like, like, superheroes, Marvel, you know, anything like that? Or... I like superhero movies, too, you know? You got a favorite superhero? Hmm. Uh -oh. I used to watch a lot of Iron Man when I was little. So yes, let's go. Let's go. Probably be Iron Man, you know? Let's go. Want, yep. want one of those suits, man? Yup. Let's go. Let's go. I'm, I'm, I'm with you on that. I fell in love with Iron Man when I was like, what? Mm, eight, nine? I don't know. Like, I love Iron Man. Iron Man's... That's what's We're up. about the age, so I'm guessing probably. Yeah. 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 Um, okay. Okay. Any role models? I we talked about this, but I want I want to cover this. Any role models that you have? Um, and people you look up to, businessmen, your parents, maybe 
athletes. I don't know. One of them was, um, I've got two really good ones. You know, Bill Gates, I think he, he, um, he, he's a good role model to have, you know, he, he's, you know, you know, Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, they do pretty amazing things in this world. And, you know, um, more people need, you know, you know, to be philanthropists, it's, you know, pretty good. And, uh, you know, Bill Gates is working on um, funding vaccine research and all that good stuff. So, um, you know, I'm totally down with that. And then who's the other role model? Because you said they had two. Um, um, Stephen Hawking, actually, you know, because um, so many people, you know, when he first developed ALS, you know, people were like, oh, you're not going to live very long, right? And he defied the odds, like, miraculously, you know, and was the smartest man on earth, so. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. So you like Stephen Hawkins and you like um, Bill Gates. Okay. Cool. 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 Got any other role models or interesting people um, that you listen to, follow? Um, who else are you thinking about? Um, so many people that I you know care about. Uh, you know, I'm probably my mom she's really uh you know gone through some tough stuff you know with all this having to help me and she just keeps going and you know helps me with everything i need you know mm, respect i like that a lot i think that's yeah. a really good thing when people look up to their parents all their parents i think it's a great thing um and yeah i bet she helps you a lot and that's that's really good that um so yeah, you know. Um, what is something that you're really passionate about, right? I feel like it's politics, but I want to let you... Um... Um, yeah, you know, I'm passionate. You know, I, I think that, you know, there's, there's a lot of disabled people in this country that don't have access to the things me or you might have access to, right? And I feel there should be, you know, more equity for for a lot of individuals living with disabilities, you know? So, and what? No, no, go ahead, go ahead. Yeah. Um, you know, like, cause it can be really hard to get equipment and, um, mm -hmm. you know, some people don't even have houses that are you know, accessible, like my house or, you know, I heard stories about, you know, some parents that have kids with Duchenne and they need to, they live in an apartment, but they have to carry them up a flight of stairs, you know, it's, you know, I don't think anybody should have to go through that, right? Yeah, definitely. That's a, that's a terrible thing. It's um, why well, yeah. we need to cure the disease too, right? So, you know, we don't even have to deal with it in general. Yeah, yeah, um, but it, it's not just Duchenne, right? But, yeah, it's a bunch of other diseases too. And that, that's the thing that I'm big on. I want to cure all genetic diseases, right? I want to get them all done. Yeah. 
boom, yeah. boom, 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 all those. Yeah. And I know, I know we have the technology to do it. And, um, you know, it's just uh, how, how, how are we going to use that? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So you're real passionate about then, what would you call that then? Disabled rights, disabled activists? Like, what would you, how would you yeah. want to word that? You know, yeah. And, and I was thinking, had an idea for a nonprofit that I think should, could help low income disabled people to, you know, pay for equipment or, you know, um, you know, like get more opportunities. Mm, I like that. I like that. That would be good. We need more of that in the world for sure. Um, what's, what is something about you that's really unique, right? Everybody has something that's unique. What would you say your unique, unique thing is? You know, I think one, one of the unique things about me is, you know, I, I've just gone through life, like just kept going and people are like, how do you do it? I, 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 I don't, think of myself as disabled every day you, you can't live in that mindset right or else that's going to screw you up right um you know and, and i think uh you know i just try to be positive every day you know to as much as you can living with something like we live with you know but you you got to keep going because there's no point in just throwing your hands up and going i don't care anymore right yeah great attitude great advice let's go <laughs> couldn't agree more with you yeah man um okay so what are what are some of your goals of life then like you know you got any dreams you know get married you know buy well, a mansion i don't know like what are your goals in life <laughs> everybody a mansion right but uh you know i i think you know first off you know i want to i want to get a college degree right okay you know, get a job, you know, maybe what need job, a job. What job, what job, what would you want to do? Is um, it be a congressman, president, what job? You know, if, you know, I'm, I'm interested in politics too. I, you know, um, I'd like to help, you know, kind of with that stuff, but um, I, I, I like, I know a lot of people in tech, and I help, um, you know, I know some friends that work at Apple in the accessibility department and stuff. And I think it's important to make technology as accessible as possible, right? And, um, you know, like through alternative ways of controlling things, you know, for people that, you know, have mobility issues or can't hear or don't see well, mm. you know. Uh, yeah, working for a tech company would be nice too. Um, you know, I, I like to help people, you know, mm. as much as I can. Yeah, and I think technology is a great way to do that. So, um, so yeah, maybe maybe you'll end up working at Apple, Google, Amazon, one of those. You know, <laughs> yeah. Maybe start your own tech company. I don't know. Yeah, and you know, politics isn't. You know, um, I'd like to, you know, maybe try something like that, but 
I don't know yet. It's really, that's, that's a couple of years out there. Yeah, 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 definitely. Okay. Okay. Um, hmm. I want to go back to, to school, right? Cause you're in college now, right? Yeah. And so I want to go back to high school, right? How was high school? High school was good. And, you know, there was good and bad, right? Um, I think, you know, going into high school and even middle school from, from elementary school, it, it was, you know, I think a lot of people at the school district were like, oh, they see the disabled kids. So they're like, oh, we, they automatically assume they have to give me more help which isn't necessarily always the case, right? And sometimes too much help can be restrictive. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. like here, we'll put you in this class, blah, blah, blah. But it's like, I'm not failing in any of those aspects, right? So it's like, okay, like I believe in, you know, put the kid in all the regular classes first, right? And see how they do there and assess like, okay, this is what they need help with, right? And then, and then you could build more supports, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Basically like- it like needs a note taker or, you know, yeah. She passed the wheelchair, right? Um, yeah. And then, if they want help, if they ask for help, give them help. Yeah. Don't assume they need it right at first. Right up. Yeah. Okay. But so how overall, how was high school then? Like, you know, you know good, it, bad, kind of whatever. Like better, obviously better than middle school. Um, you know, freshman year was, was the hardest because I was like angry 15-year-old. <laughs> um, but you know, I found high school to be, like, I really started to make strides then for myself, I think. Um, and, and I think it, it was an important sense of community, you know. You know, like, with, with all the activities, the, the basketball games, the football games, you know, it really you know, helped you to, I think, gain confidence through socializing with others, you know. Mm. Okay, yeah, so it helped you develop as a person? Yeah, and obviously there's always people that, um, but, you know, that's part of life. <laughs> yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, I guess let's pivot. Let's go straight into Duchenne now. Um, let's talk about that, right? So, how old were you when you um, became aware that you had Duchenne? Um, my parents first came aware of it when I was like two and a half, you know. Um, my preschool, one of the preschool teachers noticed I was uh, not getting up as well as other kids off the ground, you know. Um, when I, I first was kind of aware of it, you know, it was probably probably like, you know, not right when I went into elementary school, but you know, a little later, you know, like needed a scooter and all that. Yeah. 
Okay, okay. And when did you kind of like realize the seriousness of the disease and like, you know, that you had a disease? You know what I mean? Like, when did it really hit you? Um, hmm. Um, I think in middle school, you know, I was in, you know, around when I was 12, you know, because that, that's the time you start to develop more adult, you know, ways of thinking, right? Um, you know, and I was in cooking class and it was when I still could kind of walk around and I kind of fell over and it, you know, that was kind of a, you know, eye-opening experience, right? Mm. When, when did you lose your ability to walk then? Um, about when I was 12, 13, you know, I kind of started to transition to the power chair there. Um, you know, it was just too hard to walk. I'm just like, and then when I finally got the power chair, it was like, okay, great. I can, you know, it allowed me to do more things. So did you, so how did you feel though? Like, did that, did it kind of sounds like you took it in a positive way? Maybe like, oh, I can now do more stuff than I, you know, like, how did you take that wheelchair? Um, more positive. I think because I was sick and tired of getting hurt all the time, right? Nobody wants to trip and scratch their legs up all the time, right? Um, but, um, you know, there's positives and negatives and, you know. So I had a stand, I've had standing chairs. And when I first got it, I was like, oh, this is so cool. And I'd stand up, all my friends thought it was awesome, so you know <laughs> I like that I like that um okay how about like you know um for all the people listening you know addition it's a muscle wasting disease so every muscle in your body gets impacted um deteriorates right so how about your arms right arm strength losing your ability to use your arms like how, how's that been what's your experience with that how do you feel about that you know that's a little that's hard, you know. You you definitely notice it, right? I mean, I I can still move my arms around and like put them on a table and stuff like that, and like use an iPad and a computer, um, you know. But it it's just knowing that it'll get harder is kind of, you know. I think we all, you know, all people that are going through this or in this community, you know, we understand that. And it, you know, it's hard, definitely. So in other words, you're, you're saying that because we know what's going to happen, it's kind of, um, it creates uh, maybe not fear, but like this weird feeling of like, you know, this is not gonna last forever type of thing. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know what to say to that. That's true. Like, I just don't know what to say to that. That's deep, man. What? That's deep. It is. It it is. But it's like, it's true. Like, okay, like, you know, 
here, here, look, we're going to talk about this for a second. We need to talk about this. All right. This is what we're yeah. going to share all over the place. Let's talk about this. The thing about the shin that people need to realize is that you, it, it constantly robs you of stuff and you know what's going to happen. And it's yeah. like with other diseases, you know, you have somewhat of a hope that, okay, this is going to, um, you know, maybe we have some treatment. It's possible that I can overcome this, right? You know, there's treatments for cancer uh, sometimes, right? You can overcome it. There's yeah. always that possibility. With the shin, there is nothing, right? We are we are sentenced to death right now. We are supposed to die. We know it's going to happen. We yeah. know that we're going to lose our ability to walk. Parents know their kids are going to lose their ability to walk. We know that our arms are going to get weaker, that we're not always going to be able to use them. And then we know that our lungs and our heart are going to give out. And that's the worst part about the disease. It's like, it's always mm -hmm. in your head that it's going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. That's my little rant right there, but yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, same way. What do you, how do you, I mean, what do you do with the facts, you know, of early death, right? Like, let's get deep. Like, what, how do you feel about, you know, I could die soon, you know? You know, I say you just, you just have to live, you know? You know, you, yeah. You know, because like, like I said, you can't just give up, right? So whatever time you're given, you got to freaking make the best out of it. Yeah, I agree. There's no point in sitting there, you know, oh, am I going to die? Am I gonna... Like, that's not going to do you any good, but um, it's still very serious. You know, this is why this cause is an urgent, and yeah. important cause that will have a lasting impact because, um, you know, people are dying from it and mm -hmm. time is limited. So yeah. You get it done part of a lot of DMB groups on Facebook, you know, and it's like, you see that, like, oh, there's, there goes another person and that you're like, you know, every time that, that, you know. Yeah. It makes it more real. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right, let's get, okay. On the positive side of things, right. On the positive yeah. side things um do you think that the shin has made you a better person yeah um i don't think i would be the person i am today if i you know didn't have this right um you know it it's made me realize you know what things are actually important in life you know and like, you know, like, like, you know, you just, it makes you, you, you see how fragile the world actually is. And, you know, generally you just, I think be a good person, right? Because, you know, <laughs> why would you want to? <laughs> what, um, Hmm. Very true. Um, <laughs> why, like, what really matters in life then, right? You know, you know, spending time with your, your friends and family, you know, and, you know, just generally doing good in the community, I think, you know, leaving your mark. Making an impact on people type of thing. Yeah. Making the world a better place than it was. Okay. I like that. I like that. I agree. Um, 
even though it's not always the easiest thing to do. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What do you think that you would be doing right now if you didn't have the shin? No, I'd probably be living by myself, right? Um, um, you know, driving a car or something like that. Um, uh, low battery warning, come on. I could uh, pause and we can resume. I got it, don't worry. Okay, cool. There, yeah. Cool, cool, cool. All right. Lower back down here. Cool, cool, cool. All right, yeah. Um, so, you know, so yeah, if you didn't have the shin, what would you be doing right now? Probably, you know, I probably would have gone straight to a four-year instead of a community college, you know. Um, you know, be out there living independently, you know. Um, yeah, maybe, you know, have a, a job, like, you know, um, that's not like an online from home thing or anything like that. Uh, yeah, I think I would, you know, there'd be more employment opportunities, you know. Mm, okay. Like so just kind of... And maybe I'd play in sports too. Yeah. Play in sports too? Okay. So kind of just uh, moving more type of thing, you know, out in the world more type of thing? Yeah. Definitely. Okay, okay. Um... How does how does the shorter shin make you feel? Um, you know, it it makes me feel happy that you know there's someone out there that feels the same way I feel about you know this diagnosis and you know all the stuff we go through, you know, and you know wants it to be changed as badly as anybody else, right? Mm. Okay, okay. Um, if there was, like, one single thing, right? Like, is there one single thing about the shin that you just hate the most? Like, if you could, you know, pick out one thing, what would that one thing be? You know, you know, you know, it's constantly getting, you know, less independent and being less able to do things. It just, it just sucks. And I, I, I wish, you know, I don't wish this on anyone, you know. So losing that independence is what sucks the most about it. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I, uh, I agree. That's one of the worst things about the disease for sure. Um, we were talking about understanding earlier. So I think this is a good question to ask you. What do you, if there's one thing that you can make other people understand about the disease that you'd want them to know, what would that one thing be? I think they need to understand how important time is to people like us, right? And, you know, making promises and not going, oh, I'll hang out with you, but, you know, um, you know, saying, oh, I'm busy, I'm busy, I'm busy constantly. Mm. Like, 
people need to understand, you know, you know, that, you know, and I get people have lives, right? But, um, you know. Time isn't unlimited? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, value my time, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. Okay. Um, hmm. We covered a lot of stuff, I think. Um, yeah. Do you think that the shin has made it, you know, I, I'm kind of getting the impression that I, I think it would definitely be, I mean, for me, I know it's true. Uh, do you think the shin has made it harder to hang out with friends? Yeah. Yeah, somewhat. And, you know, trying to have relationships and, you know, it's hard. You want to, you know, elaborate, go into it or... You know, girls get really uncomfortable about it. <laughs> and it's like, I kind of just like any other guy, I want all the same things, right? And they don't seem to get it really sometimes. Mm, okay. You know? And go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, it's, it's just hard. Yeah. Um, some of the guys, you know, understand it a little more. Like, you know, I'd hang out with some of the football guys and, you know. Um, yeah, but and some people are just, they see the wheelchair and they, they just, you know, you, you can totally, you can tell when somebody is a total wheelchair, right? Yeah. <laughs> you've, you've probably experienced it. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah, people just need to realize, like, we're all there, right? We might not be able to move, but, right, we, we can critically think and communicate just like other people. Still, still human, too, right? Still, yeah, right? Yeah, definitely. What do you, what do you, um, but like, you know, friends, right? You think like maybe like getting in the car, you know, like for me, that's my biggest thing. If I could just get in the car, we could go places, you know? Right? Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's what makes it harder for other people because they're like, you know, there's so much we need help with. Right. And, you know, I think that can be overwhelming for some folks. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, is there anything else? Like, I mean, I think we kind of covered a lot of stuff. Um, anything else that you kind of want to talk about or discuss? I mean, I want you to be able to share whatever you want. And we're definitely going to do more podcasts. Don't worry about it. We're going to, you know what I'm saying? We're going to make this a regular thing, like at least, at least, you know, we're, we're going to do this often, right? I, I, if, you're, if you're down, I'm totally down, right? I, I love your thoughts on things and your realness. Um, yeah. Anything that you want to talk about to close? Um, you know, um, you know, I, I hope that I can bring my experiences to the Duchenne community and, you know, help a lot of other people that are, you know, suffering, you know, to understand they're not alone, you know? Um, I don't know. 
Okay. Yeah, basically, I just want people to know, like, they're not alone in, th in this fight, right? There there's other people trying to overcome this and, you know, you know, yeah, and, yeah. Uh, yeah. All right, then. Um, well, any other last thoughts or do you think that's it or? Yeah, I think this was pretty good. I'll totally join. We can do more podcasts anytime, man. Cool, cool, cool. So the way we close this podcast is we say the official slogan of Destroy the Shin, complete the cure. So on a three, two, one, we're both going to say complete the cure. Are you ready? Yeah. All right. Three, two, one, complete the cure. Complete the cure, man. <laughs> Let's go. All right, thank you everybody for listening to the Destroy the Shane podcast. Uh, I'm Elijah Stacy, the founder of the nonprofit organization Destroy the Shane. If you want to learn more and listen to more people's stories, um, check out the other podcasts that we have. Go to destroytheshane.org and you can click on podcast. You can read about what the organization is all about, what we do, what we're trying to do. Um, you can follow on social media, and, and that's probably the best place to stay up to date. Uh, Instagram at Destroy the Shane. Uh, Facebook, Twitter, all those good places. Um, yeah, just follow and, and stay along for the journey because I think that we're doing some pretty historic stuff. So thank you everybody for listening.